the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM. The answer. And a good morning, everybody, on this President's Day, Monday, February 19th, 2024. Glad you are here. We are here. Absolutely. It's a uh, it's it's one of those semi holidays where most folks are probably working, but uh, schools closed, stock market, banks and stuff like that. But uh, most of us are out here in the working world. If you are great, normal procedure. If you're not, it gives you the opportunity to be up and log some more listening time. Well, what a lovely opportunity to put a touchstone on where we are as early voting gets ready to start tomorrow toward our March 5th primary. Oh my heavens, can can we can we get to March 5th and just move on so that we can direct our Republican fire uh, at beating Democrats rather than savaging each other. Uh it was not always like this. Um it used to be. It was a while back and I'm old enough to remember it when Republican primaries were they they essentially went like this. Uh I am candidate A, uh, this guy over here candidate B. Uh, I think my ideas are better than his, so vote for me. Now, as you can well tell through every commercial break we have, candidate A and candidate B are savaging each other, and it becomes pretty difficult to uh, separate the uh, the lies from the truth, the policies from the invective. So let me dive into just a, a couple of things that are going on right now. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick will join us Wednesday at 835. He and I spoke last week off the air, and and, and his scheduled appearance uh, sprang from this, because we have an opportunity as conservatives to to really strike a blow against the swamp this March 5th. I've said dozens of times, I, I have no idea uh, whether you know David Covey can beat Dade Phelan in his own district, in uh, in District Twenty One, but if if you have a Trump endorsement, you have a Paxton endorsement, you have a Dan Patrick endorsement. Uh, it, it, I've always said it's very very hard to beat incumbents, and all of these incumbents, the ones who decided so profoundly unwisely and ill-advisedly to board the uh, the Paxton impeachment train. Uh, they, were, they are banking on everybody having forgotten about that, and that gamble is probably about to pay off. We have a very, very short attention span. The number of people who are paying really close attention, it's kind of funny. There's a, um, it's not really a bubble, 
but our observations are born of our own experiences and the people we talk to and the pursuits that we follow and the environments we place ourselves in. So the fact that you are listening to me right now is probably indicative of the fact that you are paying attention to stuff in the news. You are paying attention to politics. You are plugged in. And that, by the way, that doesn't mean you agree with me about everything. It just means you're paying a lot of attention. And good for you for doing so, by the way. Thank you. Um, the majority of voters do not. And that doesn't mean they're you know, scarcely paying attention. And it's not a binary thing of you know, political junkie or, or political ignoramus. It's, it's most folks, man, you're just trying to get to work. You're just trying to get the kids ready for school. You're just trying to make ends meet. Uh, I might watch a newscast every once in a while, listen to a talk show every three weeks. Uh, that's a whole lot of people. And for those folks, the advertising is all they get. So you get these people who absolutely did vote to impeach Paxton, who absolutely, in some cases, not all, but some are members of the Dade Phelan swamp. And they're just telling you all the whiz, bang, magnificent things that they did, by the way, some of which they can accurately claim some credit for. We did get the heartbeat bill. We did get constitutional carry. We did get uh, property tax relief of some type. But then you have people who are straight up lying to you about school choice. You know, if, if you hear a commercial today, and you will, and, and by the way, this is my freedom of speech, and I love my employers. Um, so, so if you hear somebody say that 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 school choice is a bad idea because it somehow funnels. Uh, an inordinate amount of money to illegals, that, that's, that's just a damn lie. When you hear uh, these moderate squishes come after real conservatives as neo-Nazis for having aligned themselves uh, at some point with, uh, with, with, with certain groups and you have that stupid, stupid meeting that Jonathan Stickland inexplicably had yeah, with with this neo-Nazi moron, uh, if you attempt to smear every conservative with with that ill wisdom, is 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 just blatantly blatantly dishonest. Uh, when you hear the ad about Brandon Gill, referring to him, and this is in the uh, Texas twenty six uh, race to succeed Dr. Michael Burgess in Congress. And there's and a lot of these things are not necessarily other candidates. Sometimes it's just political action committees. Americans for America approved of this message. You'll get that. That's just a bunch of people with some money. And by the way, that's their free speech. They get to run whatever advertising they wear. Um, but the thing that, that Brandon Gill is, uh, is, is for defunding the police, he's for dismantling the FBI. Now, that's kind of a Vivek-style... You know, the FBI is corrupt. They're targeting conservatives. Department of Justice is corrupt. It's targeting conservatives, all of which is true. And so let's dismantle the FBI. That's a little spicy for my taste. I believe I'm, I'm a mend it, don't end it kind of guy. And I believe that on day one of the Trump presidency, the FBI can get better. So it's not a, a policy I share. But the notion that somebody who wants to dismantle the FBI that that is somehow, quote, defunding the police a la post-George Floyd is just a lie. 
And they do this because they can get away with it. Look what they did to, to, to John Huffman, Brandon Gill's you know prime rival. Huffman and Gill are probably going to be in the runoff. Uh, it's I mean we'll see. That's why people vote. Um, that 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 him showing up with then South Lake Mayor Laura Hill, you know, is right in the wake of George Floyd, and even uh, very conservative, very white South Lake had uh, you know a bunch of hacked off white kids who wanted to vent about. Uh, uh, about police behavior. And so there was a big old rally at South Lake Town Square. I never thought I'd see businesses boarded up at South Lake Town Square. But they did because, they were because hey, rioting was the uh, was the in thing there for a while, as you will recall, there in the spring-summer of 2020. And, uh, and so John Huffman went to the rally uh, to in support of the mayor. And their point was to address an obviously hopped-up group of concerned citizens uh, to to be calm and to direct these energies in constructive ways. And, oh, by the way, we back our police. And it got pretty tense because you could say the gathered masses did not exactly back the police. Because hating the police and smearing the police was the flavor of the month in June of 2020. And then Councilman John Huffman was there. So you got an ad that said John Huffman was at a BLM rally. He supports BLM. This, which is a, it's, which is, what? say it with me. It's, what is it? What is it? It's a lie. And they do it because it works and because they can get away with it. Because a whole lot of people who are not flipping, paying attention, that's all they hear. They go, Brandon Gill is for defunding the police. John Huffman is for BLM. So. So here we are. And, and and people wonder why this just wears people out. Then we get to a couple of things in these um that are a little a little more cerebral, but only barely. Uh I, amid all the people who are gunning for Paxton, or who did and still are in some ways, uh some of them are moderate squishes. One of them decidedly is not it, it is it, it's a really interesting case study how a guy as sharp and as conservative as jared patterson in uh, frisco district 106 can be as right on so many issues as he is and yet still have paxton hatred melt his brain he was on the uh on this the yolitics clever name yolitics uh texas politics yolitics well which is a great podcast by the way uh jason whiteley jason wheeler of channel eight and said that he absolutely expects that 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 ken paxton will be a flight risk that as his the legal wheels turn for him that he will you know somehow lead he'll bail and uh and 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 head off to uh Barbados or something like that. What kind of of BS is that? Um Jared writes a thing in the Dallas Morning News over the weekend that says it's kind of funny that says you're being lied to in the primaries. But he's not talking about the same kind of lies that I am. Jared considers the lies to be told by real conservatives coming after the moderate squishes, of which he is not one. It's not even about him. And by the way, he's uh, doesn't have a primary opponent. How convenient. 
also can be, oh, and, and honestly, here, hang on a second. Uh, one of the uh, groups uh, attacked by Jared Patterson, Texans for Vaccine Choice, um, they'll be with us at 835 today. We're working on, there's a lady who's uh, from there is going to stand up for their reputation as they are smeared by, uh, by people, by, mostly by the moderate squishes, but some genuine conservatives like Jared Patterson. And I Paxton hatred melts your brain. But I got to tell you, at the front of the line of Paxton hatred, and I've told you how Trump hatred melts your brain. Trump hatred makes smart people stupid. It makes funny people unfunny. It makes kind people mean. Um, Paxton hatred is is a direct, dis, not a descendant. It's a corollary of that. How in the world else to explain the the online mental breakdown of Drew Springer, whom in Senate District 30, uh, you got to live with this for another year. In the in the primary, of course, uh, Brent, I either do or don't live in the district. Hagen Boo, who's a wonderful man, a great candidate. I think that whole residency thing is not going to get resolved. So you just got to figure that out and figure out if you care. I really don't. Uh, and then uh, Carrie Demore and Jace Yarborough and Cody Clark to f- see who's going to be the, the, the Drew Springer's um, successor. Whoever it is, it is likely to be an upgrade at that position because whoever wins that Senate District 30 primary will be the next senator and will be an upgrade at that position because that person will at least be psychologically stable, which Senator Springer no longer is. Um, he is on, uh, late last night on Twitter offering a list of islands for Ken Paxton to escape to. So again, Paxton hatred eating your brain. And and again, makes, makes kind people mean here's just follow him on Twitter at Drew Springer. Just enjoy the spectacle and enjoy being a relative term and going after, uh, Michelle Smith. Loyal, a very extremely loyal ally of uh, of Ken Paxton and and associate of, and here's Drew personally attacking her. I mean, it, it it's I had a theory for a long time, and I'll always express things as theories and say, you know, I I'll tell you, here's something in my gut, here's what I think, as opposed to facts that I know, like two plus two equals four, and that's why we have phone lines. You say, hey, Mark, I think your gut feeling is crazy. Okay, give me yours. That's fine. My gut feeling was that Drew Springer has hated Paxton for a long time and really, really wanted to vote uh, to convict him in the impeachment trial, but didn't think that would go well in his reelection effort. So he voted to acquit. Then Drew decided, I don't want to be a senator anymore. I'm going to go back to private sector. I wish him well there. That's great. Uh, and then and then came up with this cockamamie idea uh, dear Lieutenant Governor Patrick. I think we should impeach Paxton again. What kind of unhinged garbage is this? So, uh, uh, just go figure, man. Just go figure. I'm here every day. I'll tell you what I think about stuff. You can tell me what you think about stuff. Makes a talk show happen. And boy, do we have one <laughs> this today, every day. And uh, speaking of things that we have every day. We have the opportunity, a couple of, in fact, honestly, as we uh, turn to God, as we should every day, I assume you've heard in Burnsville, Minnesota, 
two police officers and a paramedic shot in cold blood and responding to a domestic violence call. And there, let's, let's, let's do this first and then some thoughts about what gets covered and what does not and why. All right. Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, our elections are reliable, our borders work where we protect the unborn, and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, Give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything, and we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, so from the murder of these three first responders in Minnesota to the details of who the shooters were in the Kansas City Super Bowl parade, is there something curious about what gets covered and what does not in modern media? We'll address it next. Mark Davis, 724. Big, big birthday. Smokey Robinson is 84 today. Tracks of my tears, tears of a clown, second that emotion. My gosh. So we'll let Smokey take us into the newsroom. And as we do, speaking of the news, one of the things I want to run through with my buddy Mike Gallagher on the other side is there the, the claim is out there. And Ann Coulter, in a refreshing, lucid moment from her lately, it's been a weird couple of months for Ann, said that the, the longer that you don't hear about a shooter, the longer the more you know it's not a white man. Is she right about that? Because neither of these were white guys, and it took forever for us to get details, especially on the Kansas City shooters. Also, is thug a racial dog whistle? I always thought that thug was a wonderful word that described, I don't know, thuggish behavior. Now, all of a sudden, that's a racial dog. I don't care what color the shooters were in Kansas City. I don't care what color the guy was who shot these cops in, in Minnesota over the weekend. The media apparently care greatly. Let me run this and a bunch of other things by Mike. We'll talk to him after we head into the newsroom. Here is Nikki Whaley. use this as the walk-up music every day, but there's a reason, Mike. We had a birthday over the weekend. Uh-oh. Travolta turned 70 yesterday. Really? Really. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I'm an go. old man. As you and I are old <laughs> yes, people. Yes, we are making everybody I would have guessed old. he was 53. <laughs> I, I would have guessed. Welcome back, Connor, was 50 years ago. I mean, Golly. You know, uh, I don't like So, what do you remember? Vinny, Vinny, like Vinny Barbarino. Oh, my gosh, my gosh, my gosh. Hey, uh, how about, you know, if I'd love to meet the person who's advising Nikki Haley to post things on social media. Yeah. 12 fellows down, one to go. I know. I know. Uh, Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah, we went through all these fellas. 12 fellas down, one to go. That's all she posted. 12 fellas down, one to go. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, this is a family show. 
I want to be, I want to make sure we're clean here. But the imagery, of course, was immediate on social media. And people said, not a great choice of words, Nikki. Not, look how naive you are. You, you, you don't get it? I don't have the slightest idea what you're talking about. All right then. I mean, well, if I got to explain it, okay. uh, we're we're losing. So I'm not going to explain it, so, it. I mean, I mean, I I guess one can. Twelve fellas down. Right. One to go. Right. I, I mean, writes a woman out of the clear blue. Right. I mean, it came out of nowhere. It was oh, it was last. It was Sunday. Right. Twelve fellas down. Right. A reference to the rivals that she has dispatched, and there's one left, and that's Trump. Is there a? It, it, I mean, I could we can drape a. We can concoct a sexual angle to anything, I guess. But I mean, huh? You guess. You're not. Your innocence is so nah, cute. I don't. You know. are I mean, so I mean, cute. Sure. Okay. You are so All naive. Right. No, I love yeah, it. I love right. that about you. This is now to I anyone know. who doubts what a good man you are. <laughs> there it is. There it is, right there. Because everybody else saw it except you. Apparently, you're the only person in the down. universe who thought like, I, like I, it's only some frat prank or something like. I mean, I don't leave know. Leave it to Mark Davis. I... Oh yes, referring to the primary <laughs> process and the fact that twelve of her political opponents have been eliminated, and now only Donald Trump. Rem- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what people thought on social media. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Boomer. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Uh, one from one boomer to the other. I, Trust me. Well, I, I tell you what. But, Man, but there was, there is a serious um, note over at Axios. Um, her long shot campaign, they write, has a persistent problem. Every time she criticizes Trump, the Biden campaign promotes the hell out of it. Of course. I mean, the Biden campaign has moved from focusing on attacking her mm-hmm. to using her own words against Trump. I mean, they're they're using she's a she's a useful idiot right now. That's she why the media culture loves her. She had a long, wonderful, affectionate foot rub interview on I guess it was um, on 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 this week with Jonathan Carl filling in for Stephanopoulos, and of course they they of course they're happy to have her because all she does That's is right. bag on Trump. And they and they and they love that. You know, I uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about the three hundred and fifty five million dollar judgment against Trump from Arthur Engeron. Yep, Mark, I had. Here we go again with this visceral anger, this almost rage I get. I, I get so, and it's the helplessness of this. It's the it's witnessing the way the court system has been weaponized to, to stop this guy. The media, of course, is just lapping it up. They barely mentioned his Truth Social deal that came together over the weekend. Did you see that? I did not. Did you see? Okay, the let ju- me share with judges? you. Not the judges. Right. The uh, it was the the process was allowed to proceed where he's able to take Truth Social public, um, and it's very it's barely noticed, mm-hmm. barely noticed. He just made a staggering sum of money. This is according to Brett Ahrens over at CBS Market Watch. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this. He's suddenly on track for a windfall of nearly four billion dollars by virtue. This of- is from the. This is the forthcoming IPO of his social media platform, Truth Social. Gotcha. Truth Social got they secured approval mm-hmm. for its IPO from the Securities and Exchange Commission. Mm-hmm. It's going to come through a, to the stock market through a merger with a so-called blank check or shell company known as Digital World Acquisition. Under the terms of the deal, Trump personally is set up to end up with. 79 million shares in the company when the deal is complete. It's worth about, they say on paper, about $4 billion. Good for him. Now, 
of course, good for him. And they barely covered that because the truth of the matter is, when you're talking these kinds of numbers, $355 million is, is lunch money. Mm-hmm. Is well, it? $4 billion? <laughs> $4 billion know, with know, a B? I know. Compared to that, I guess I guess rich people everywhere would probably like you to, to think for a minute that $355 mil is still $355 mil. It's and terrible. Anyway, it's, but, but ahead, it's, and it, it's a staggering sum of money. And yeah. incidentally, I, Elon Musk tweeted this out over the weekend, Mark. Where does the money go? Nobody, you don't understand. No one was nobody, wronged. Exactly right. No, no one, one was, was defrauded. Wrong. Right. No one was defrauded. Nope. Uh-huh. No one, the banks got their money back. The bank, I mean, this was an absolute crime in search of a person. Yeah. That's all, I mean, or a person in search of a crime, I should mm-hmm. say. That's all this was about. And it, I get absolutely nuts over this stuff. And there's only one answer. And it comes November 5th. That's the only way that we we don't let them win. If we don't elect him on November the 5th, they have won. They've interfered in the election. They've completely upended the election. And they have broken the American people. And, Mark, I, I, there's no in-between, is there? And you're completely right. And let me add that we've got to show up with such volume and with such passion that it's like playing crooked uh, on the road in, uh, in a basketball arena. We've got to vote hard enough and vote numerically enough to win a state by five in order to win it by three or four because there will be cheating. There will if, if, be cheating. We've got of course if, there if, will. if it ain't close, they can't cheat, as the old saying goes. And and Trump spoke over the weekend in South Carolina railing against mail in balloting. Mail in ballots. <sighs> I know. Uh, I know, Mark. Okay, it, let's let's guide everybody through this. I mean, okay. Well, good luck. I I know well, well, the, be- the bottom line is if, if your state has mail in ballots, use them. Do it. I mean, I, I, said, I wish it didn't. I, we have way too much early voting. But guess what? If your state has early voting, do it. And know. Trump's argument is it's corrupt as hell. Well, His argu- And you know what? I have a hard time disagreeing no, he, with No, he's not wrong about that. So let's let's end it. That, that's, the, speaking of mending and ending, that is something I would love to end. The bundling, the mail-in ballots, the, the peppering of entire— yeah, Exactly, exactly, exactly. But if something is—if it's possible to do something legal, if there is a way of voting that is legal— if we don't do it, then Democrats are the only ones who will, and we're going to get beat. Maybe, maybe. On the other hand, if you trust, if you trust Trump's instincts, and I do. I mean, I have learned by now. If we haven't learned after the last seven or eight years how right he often is, and you know, he, he, people say, "Oh, it's crazy. That's crazy." I mean, the things he says over and over again. NATO, hey, pay your bills. No, he's right. Hey, NATO he's companies. Right about that. Sure. He's right about that, and they and they lost their minds over that. They lost their marbles. But just just a the, that was the most recent example. His instincts are correct, and you and I both know that when you have no verification process in place mm-hmm. for a, for a ballot process, that is rife with corruption, and the potential for fraud is through the roof. So yes. I think what he's trying to say right. is move heaven and earth to show up on on election day. Or, or move heaven and earth to do the early balloting, you know, the, the early voting, which we've always accepted. Mm-hmm. It's the mail-in balloting. It's the harvesting. It's all the other crap, the drive-throughs, all that stuff that came from COVID that led to the cheating Completely and the fraudulent. Completely correct. Completely. And I think he's right. He, so, he's, he is right on that on principle. He's completely, he's completely right. But the thing is, there are people who could vote, who could do the mail-in ballot and won't, and then Election Day will get here and they're like, oh, I, I broke my leg or oh, I got busy or something like that. We lose votes if we don't employ every single 
legal means that's provided, and then and then well, work thereafter to to narrow down uh, so that we get to election day and not so much crazy early voting and not so much mail in nonsense. I I tend to agree with you, but I think Trump's argument is the Democrats are just better at this than we are. The de- meaning the Democrats are better at coming up with a whole lot of votes, no wink doubt. wink, yeah, than really. we are mm-hmm. via mail. They know how to pull ballots out of their you know what. How many of us went to bed at one, two, three in the morning uh, on election day, election night in 2020, and we woke up with a whole different outcome from the one we went to bed to. So well, I, I love the, the Monday morning meme after the Super Bowl. Is you, you, you may be shocked by this, but uh, we discovered uh, some undiscovered San Francisco 49er touchdowns, and they actually did win the Super Bowl overnight. <laughs> so. I love that. Hey, how about the Ann Coulter line about the audience, uh, yes. uh, the identities of mass shooters she is right isn't she's she? a hundred percent right that if you if you if you if, if these if these shooters if the kansas city shooters in the super bowl or if the the monster who killed these uh these first responders in minnesota over the weekend had been a white man instant we'd had we'd had his picture on your tv screen within an hour and if and if he was a trump supporter we would know his every relative and they would have been doxxed by now Completely correct. And what's weird about the Kansas City shooting is we saw pictures of the of these kids Mm -hmm. right away, and it's like, well, those are young black kids. Yep. And yet they wouldn't report on that. They wouldn't reveal their identity. So here's the way uh, Red State describes it. This is very funny. Here's how it went down. Bill Maher started the segment by claiming we don't know anything about the assailants Mm -hmm. at Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Coulter immediately wasn't buying it. Maher said, "Quote." We don't know who did this shooting, by the way, the Super Bowl shooting. And Coulter, well, we have some idea. Yep. Mar, what? Coulter, if it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Correct. Red State writes, you could feel the tension in the room immediately shooting to the stratosphere. Well, Van who, Jones. Exactly. The other guest is Van Jones. Exactly. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> he looked incredible. And he had that, that, that Cheshire cat grin like, here goes Ann again. Like they really think she's off the deep end and she's yeah. not. Nope. She's right. Happens every single time. And meanwhile, prayers to Burnsville, Minnesota and, and for healing and those families. Two young cops, 27 years old. Yeah. My gosh. Uh, and, and domestic violence just shows how this can erupt uh, in, in, a, in a blink of an eye. It's where we're so proud of our efforts. Gallagher's Heroes, the Fallen Officer Fund, and we'll be doing our best to, uh, to help those families in Minnesota. Uh, and a paramedic. I mean, we, we never give enough credit, yeah. I think, to first responders of all kinds. That's why our first responders Bible is such a hit. It's a King James Bible with a spiritual fitness manual that assists first responders of all stripes in our country. Firefighters, paramedics, EMTs, cops, sheriff's deputies. You can go to Gallagher'sHeroes.org if you'd like more information about the Mike Gallagher Show Charitable Foundation, Gallagher's Heroes, the Fallen Officer Fund. And we've kind of shifted. We do help families still, but we've really, really wanted to focus on the um, – on the on the first responders Bible, which uh, we got we got a lot of people who advocate for that, and uh, and just 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 our heart our hearts are hurting for for uh, for Burnsville, Minnesota. Just sad, sad. Everybody story. who puts on a uniform, listen. You and I get to go to radio studios and talk to people about things, and people tell us what we do is important, and it's an incredible honor to serve this audience every day, and to be in a in a profession with you and share space with you. We should all know that there are people who put on a uniform every morning. Walk out the door, men and women, and in, in police and fire, and of course the military, obviously, and they might they might die. They might die doing their chosen profession. We should never shrink from our appreciation of them. 
You bet. You bet. One more week here in our home studios. I'm on special assignment next week, but I'm going to be with you every day. So I'm just going to be from a different location. Uh, can't get well, now, into it until what? we get there. Yep. I'm going to be on, on special assignment well, next week. And all right. I, okay. And I'll, do, I so kind, I'll, do I, I kind of know about this? Uh, you do, but okay. we can't talk right, about okay, it until very, we get there. Okay, very good. Okay. So, but Monday's coverage uh, on the South Carolina primary. Good luck, Nikki. No. <laughs> and that's Monday. No, I know. I know. And then, the, and then the rest of the week are very, very special broadcast, and we're we're real excited about Excellent. it. And thanks for keeping a lid on that until we get there next week. But it will be a very, very one of the most important broadcasts we've ever put together. So, He's very excited kidding, about folks. that. He's not kidding. Yeah. He means it's going to be says. big. And I will give credit to your audience. They're as naive as you are. Here's David from, is it Pantigo? Yes. Uh huh. David from Pantigo. I'm sorry, I'm confused I, along is, with Mark. Is there something magical I'm about Gen the 12, X. or is it just an Please overall? Please explain f- Nikki's comment. Yeah. I'm I think it's, and here's another one from Dallas. That is a very weak innuendo. I, mean, I defend Mark on not seeing yeah, the reference th- th- here th- in the 12 jo- Join me down. in some shred of remaining purity where we don't immediately go lasciviously to every bit of imagery that's made about everything. I'm a, As my wife used to say, I'm a shallow, shallow <laughs> little man. <laughs> and she loved you, as do I. Well, she did. So she put up with me anyhow. That's it. All right, have Happy Monday, my friend. Here we go. Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day, indeed. May we have a MAGA presidency on November the morning, November the sixth. Two hundred sixty days, baby. Merk off everyone. Is that what it is? Two two sixty today and counting. Yikes! I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can survive. We we need you. We need you. Hang in there. (laughs) It's the Mike Gallagher Show. As soon as we are done at ten, right here on six sixty AM, the answer. Duke Ellington to take us out a little East St. Louis toodaloo. So we'll say toodaloo to the 7 o'clock hour and see what adventures lie ahead in the 8 and the 9 to follow. Grab a line, 866-660-5759. That's where you call us. That's where you text us. Mark Davis, 660 AM The Answer. Do stick around. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 